morning we preached against vegetarianism. So today we're going to teach on why you should not put the toilet paper under. It always has to go over on the roll. <laughs> That'll preach. Park it there, brother. Uh, next week, <laughs> next week uh, we'll look at Starbucks. We'll just keep going through it. We'll get to it. People who like Cadoba more than Chipotle, all those people. We'll get, we'll get it preached. Uh, Judges 14. Judges 14. We're looking at the riddle uh, that Samson gave uh, here at the wedding. We'll kind of look at the whole scenario of the wedding. Um, as well, and then next week we'll look at foxes, and uh, we'll just kind of keep marching through the story of Samson. It's interesting in Judges, is it not, or um, we have some stories that are multiple chapters, Gideon is this way, Samson is this way, and then you've got others where it's like three or four verses or one verse, and just kind of moves on to the next one, and uh <laughs> I don't know. It's an intriguing to see what God chose to give us, uh, what cho- God chose to give us uh, with Samson and the story of Samson. Judges 14, though, look in verse number 10. It says, So his father went down unto the woman, and Samson made there a feast, for so used, uh, used the young man, men to do. And it came to pass when they saw him that they brought thirty companions to be with him. And Samson said unto them, I will now put forth a riddle unto you. If ye can certainly declare it it me within the seven days of the feast and find it out, uh, then I will give you thirty sheets and thirty change of garments. But if ye cannot declare it me, then shall ye give me thirty sheets and thirty change of garments. And they said unto him, Put forth thy riddle, that we may hear it. And he said unto them, Out of the eater came forth meat. And out of the strong came forth sweetness. And they could not in three days expound the riddle. And it came to pass on the seventh day that they said unto Samson's wife, Entice thy husband that he may declare unto us the riddle, lest we burn thee and thy father's house with fire. Have ye called us to take that we have? Is it not so? And Samson's wife wept before him and said, Thou dost, uh, thou dost but hate me and lovest me not. Thou hast put forth a riddle unto the children of my people, and hast not told it me. And he said unto her, Behold, I have not told it my uh, to have not told it my father nor my mother, and shall I tell it to thee? And she wept before him the seven days, while their feast lasted. And it came to pass on the seventh day that he told her, because she lay sore upon him, and she told the riddle unto the children of her people. And the men of the city said unto him, On the seventh day, before the sun went down, What is sweeter than honey, and what is stronger than a lion? And he said unto them, If ye had not plowed with my heifer, ye had not found out my riddle. That's uh, some good stuff right there. Um, that's the old uh, 70s independent fundamental Baptist talk right there. Uh, let's pray and we'll look at this story. Lord, we thank you for the lessons of Scripture. And uh, Lord, we thank you for the example and uh, what we can uh, see what not to do. Um, Lord, we thank you for what you give us to do. And so help us now as we look at this, uh, the life of Samson. And uh, Lord, help us to learn from it as well. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So we see here the scenario is the wedding. Uh, remember, we looked at this last week in Timnath. Samson found a, a woman. 
And he said, she pleases me well, get her for me. And um, so that's what they did. They set up the wedding. Uh, That's what verse 10 is talking about. They went down to Timnath and uh, had a feast there. That's the way the weddings were set up uh, down there. And you'd have basically two camps. You'd have the bride's camp and the groom's camp. And uh, they would be there with uh, their friends. And so the bride would have her own like apartment place with all her friends. And the groom would have his place with all his friends. And this feast would go on for a week, uh, just a party all week long. And, uh, and so they got down there and they got things set up. And apparently Samson had no friends, at the very least not in Timnath. And, uh, and so when he arrived, they gave him 30 companions. It says there in verse number 11, they brought 30 companions to be with him. So they bring in 30 guys to come hang out and party with Samson and celebrate during this festival and wedding. And, uh, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because the first thing that we read about, again, this doesn't mean this is exactly the first thing that Samson said to these guys, but Samson decided he was going to give them a riddle. Now, uh, I don't see anywhere where it tells us why. Um, like was Samson in desperate need of some new clothes? And he's like, hey, I've got a riddle. They won't be able to get it. They'll give me new clothes. Everything will be great. I have no idea. This is something Samson did on a regular basis. Did he go around giving people riddles? Um, if he did, it changes my mindset of how I view Samson as an individual as far as physical appearance. Because if you've ever met someone who goes around giving riddles, um, they're usually not intimidating physically. Um, and uh, and it, it makes me think about his personality a little bit and the kind of person that Samson was. And uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's intriguing. We don't get a lot of detail on it other than the riddle itself. And Samson here, and it's obviously made it up because he's pulling it from something that he's experienced with the lion and the honey. And so we see Samson here, and he says, I'm going to give you guys a riddle in verse number 12. And he says, if you can figure it out within the seven days of the feast, then I will give you 30 sheets or shirts and 30 pieces of garment. And if you can't figure it out, you have to give me the same thing in return. Um, Again, I don't understand this at all. Um, It seems like 30 30, uh, uh, outfits is a lot for a guy, especially in Bible times. I don't know how big his closet was, but it just doesn't seem like he would even need that, but that's what he asked for. Maybe he was going to sell it at Goodwill. I don't know what was going to happen, but nonetheless, this is what he's decided. And so they say, yeah, let's do it. Uh, It must have been one jumping party. And uh, so Samson comes with the riddle, and he says unto them, verse 14, out of the eater came forth meat, and out of the strong came forth sweetness. I'm not a riddle person, which is why I make fun of riddle people, uh, but I'm not a riddle person. I've never really done riddles in, in my life at all. I can think of two that have been brought to me, uh, and I can think of two that I didn't solve. Um, but uh, uh, this is just interesting. So he just gives them this. This is all they get, right? Out of the eater came forth meat, and out of the strong came forth sweetness. I don't know how in the world they're supposed to figure this out. Like we know the story. We know he killed a lion. We know that the bees came and put up a, uh, began making honey, and we know all of this happened. Um, but they wouldn't have known this. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't understand uh, how he came up with this. I don't understand how they were supposed to ever figure out the answer to it. But they couldn't. 
And so three days have went by, and they couldn't figure it out. So they go to Samson's wife, and they say to her, uh, we need your help, right? Can you please help us? We would like to know this riddle. Um, if you could help us, man, we would sure appreciate it. Not exactly, right? They said, go get the answer from your husband, or we're going to burn you, and we're going to burn your family. And I'm sitting there going, my goodness, over 30 outfits. These guys must have been styling. So and when I was in uh, middle school, high school, Tommy Hilfiger was a huge brand. And if you were cool, you were wearing Tommy Hilfiger. I mean, I had a guy in my youth group tell me, you know how you can know if it's a Tommy Hilfiger shirt? I'm like, yeah, it says Tommy Hilfiger on it. Um, he's like, man, there's a triangle on the back collar. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, who cares? And, uh, but that was, that was the thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's Tommy Hilfiger. And we had lots of uh, ways to make fun of people wearing Tommy Hilfiger as well. But nonetheless... That was kind of the thing, and I could see somebody wanting a Tommy Hilfiger shirt back when I was in high school. Uh, but I don't get it. 30, these guys had to know the answer. Like, no, 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 we've got to know what's going on. I mean, you got 30 guys. All they had to do was give up one outfit each, and, you know, what's the big deal? Well, it was a big deal, apparently. And they come and they say, if you don't figure out the answer, we're going to burn you and your father's house with fire, uh, and I just find uh, the anger behind these people so, so intense. Now, I would argue that there was probably some drinking involved. I would argue that there's a lot of wickedness involved, just basing it out of being the Philistines and, and uh, things of that nature as well. But they've decided three days in, no, we can't, we're not going to figure it out. We need help. Go get your husband and tell you the answer, or we're going to burn you and your father's house. Uh, and, of course, she didn't want that to happen. Now, again, we know the story of Samson. So, I mean, couldn't have she just gone to Samson and been like, they threatened to do this, can you take care of them? And Samson probably would have said yes and taken care of them. Uh, but that's not the way they went about it. She comes in and she says, listen, you've given this riddle to my people, the children of my people, verse 16, and, uh, but you haven't told me your wife. Now, red flag, Samson. It's going to be a painful marriage, uh, <laughs> right? This, this woman, uh, she's really, uh, she's mad. I didn't tell her the, the answer to the riddle. Um, but we see here that uh, she stays on Samson with this, which is not the first time or not the last time a woman would do this to Samson. But she stayed on him with this. And she's saying, I've got to have the answer. I need to know what the answer is. And she cried, you know, guys, when women cry, whatever we can do to get them to stop. Um, will do, right? So, uh, okay, don't cry. It's okay. Don't cry. What's, would you stop crying? Would, come on, seriously. Um, I, that's how I assume this, the conversation went. And, uh, but she cries, and, uh, and it's her wedding feast, and all this kinds of stuff's going on. And so, finally, uh, we see that the, the answer was given, verse number 17, to his wife. And uh, verse number 18 the men came, and they said on the seventh day, last day of the feast, before the sun went down, they answered his riddle, what is sweeter than honey, and what is stronger than a lion? His response to this is incredible, in my opinion. Um, but again, I grew up and in, in, in hearing the great details of independent fundamental Baptist statements from the 70s. And he says, uh, if he had not plowed with my heifer, you had not found out my riddle. I've always taken this, as the kids would say, a sick burn. Um, I, I don't know that that's exactly, I, it was obviously not a positive thing that he was saying. 
I don't know that it was quite the burn that I've always thought it was, but the, the picture is given uh, here. Had you not taken what was not yours, used what was not yours, you would have never had the result uh, given to you. And, um, and so, I, you know, again, I've always looked at this and thought, man, she must have loved that comment. Um, and I'm uh, sure that went over really well. It obviously did not. But Samson was the kind of guy, and in this moment, had an attitude that was not going to be good for the marriage anyhow. And, uh, and he gets mad about it. So what does he do? Verse number 19, he went down to Ashkelon and slew 30 men of them and took their spoil and gave change of garments unto them which expounded the riddle. Now this is wild. He goes, he said, he said, well, I got, he, he could have said, you cheated, I'm not giving you anything. That's not what he said. He went down to Ashkelon, which by the way, Ashkelon is west of Timnath, uh, maybe even southwest, and uh, very hostile towards Israel. And uh, that'll come into play here in just a second. But uh, he goes down, he kills 30 guys, and then he takes their stuff, and he comes and he gives to the men 30 garments and 30 sheets. Um, I, I've always been curious, did it have blood on it? Like, was it all messed up? Like, what was the, I don't know, who knows. Um, but we see this now, but verse 19, it says at the beginning of the verse, and the spirit of the Lord came upon him. Throughout scripture, when we see that phrase, the spirit of the Lord came upon him, it is usually a very positive and a very um, spiritual uh, movement of God, Right? In Samson's case, we see that the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson when God was going to accomplish what God wanted to accomplish. Now, I think that's true even in the rest of Scripture. But in in Samson's life, it was just different the way that it happened. And so we see here that God used Samson's anger towards these men to accomplish his purpose. Look in verse number 4 of chapter 14. Remember it says, his father and his mother knew not that it was of the Lord. We looked at that last week. Um, He wanted to marry this woman from Timnath. They said, we're not supposed to marry women from Timnath. And he says, I want her, go get her for me. And the parents ended up doing it, even though it was against what they were supposed to do. uh, um, I say legally, not biblically legally and and uh, but God knew what was going on and God was going to use it and so it was of the Lord now we see where the anger of Samson was used by God Samson on his own could not have gone to Ashkelon and killed 30 guys and took all the stuff Samson was not the strongest man in the world Samson was a man who when he was filled with the spirit of the Lord became the strongest man in the world and so Samson and we'll see that all throughout his story. Samson doesn't go and do things in his own strength. It's when God allows it. And so we see here that Samson, he goes down to Ashkelon, and he has the Spirit of the Lord on him. It doesn't mean that he's going and preaching in Ashkelon. No, he's going to go to begin to deliver the people out of the hand of the Philistines. And so he comes, and he goes to Ashkelon. He kills 30 guys, and it's going to be a part of God's plan and God's purpose in the deliverance of the people. And it says at the end of verse number 19 that Samson was so mad that he left and he went to his father's house. And he left his wife, by the way, in Timnath. So they just had this seven-day feast celebrating this marriage. And he just leaves. He's mad because she told them the riddle. And they got the riddle right. 
and he had to go and kill guys to get on the garments, and he's just all upset, and he just says, I'm out of here. He goes back home to his father's house. And it says in verse number 20, we'll look at this next week, but Samson's wife was given to his companion, whom he had used as his friend. This, this phrasing is incredible. Some guy, one of the, I had assumed, one of the guys that we read about in verse number 11, that he used as his friend. So for a week, this dude's been his friend. And that's why I'm sitting here going, I don't think Samson had any friends. Um, or else he would have brought at least one of them with him. But he got 30 companions, and he used them as his friend while he was there. And his wife was given by her father to another guy because Samson up and left. It's going to cause problems, and we'll look at it next week in chapter 15. But we see this, this anger of Samson, this um, <clears throat> what would look like flying off the handle. Uh, we see him as impulsive. We see him as angry. We see him as um, just not very smart, not very wise uh, in his actions. Yet, we see in verse 19 the Spirit of the Lord. And that's what I come back to, and I'll probably talk about it multiple more times when we look at Samson's life, is, yeah, God's using Samson, but Samson's not getting the benefit. Samson's not getting the reward. It's not making Samson happy. Uh, Samson is still miserable. Why is Samson miserable? Well, because he has no friends. Because the, his, his new wife was, was not friendly to him. Because uh, he got what he wanted. See, in this life, we sometimes want things, and if we get it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't fill the, the gap. Um, I emailed Riley Barrett this morning. I read through his, their update letter, and he was, you could just tell, a little bit of discouragement about the uh, having to stay in the town they're in for a full five years before they can go and do what they were planning on doing. And so I just emailed him, and I said, hey, enjoyed your update. Uh, it's great to hear the news about the Taekwondo instructor and, and a couple other things. And, and I said, if you don't mind, I want to share something with you. And it's just that, um, you know, when we started this church, I said, nothing went the way we planned it. And, uh, and, and I say that to tell you that it's all good. <laughs> um, it's all good. I said, you know this. I know you know this, but God's plan is, is, is perfect. It'll go the way it's supposed to go. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. Stick with it, and, and it'll be fine. I can tell you from personal experience, it'll, if God does it his way, it, it works out just fine. But it's not going to happen the way you intended it to happen. And I have learned over these nine-plus years that it's okay. That when my plans don't work out, when I don't get what I want, as long as God gets what he wants, it, it all works out just fine. There's still joy and happiness. And in most cases, if not all, there's more joy and more happiness than I would have had I gotten what I wanted. And so we look at Samson here and he says, Dad, I want this woman to be my wife. Go and get her for me. Well, he got what he wanted. How did it end? Seven-day feast. He goes home with dad. The wife stays in Timnath. Is that what he was hoping for? Well, no, and we know that because it tells us in chapter 15 he came back for her. Uh, but it was too late at that point. But uh, nonetheless, we, we see Samson continuing to strive for what he wants, to do what he wants. 
I don't think Samson realized that the spirit of the Lord was the reason for his strength. I think at this point in his life, and this is opinion, I understand that, but I think at this point in Samson's life, he thought it was him. He thought he was invincible. And he could do whatever he wanted to do. He killed a lion with his bare hands. We're going to see all some other incredible things that were accomplished. But it's not him. It's God. Even in our sin, and listen, we try to enjoy the sins of the world for a season and we accomplish things and we think, see, I could do this. That's what people will tell you. Well, I mean, I haven't been following God and look at all the money I got in the bank. And all these other things that go on. Listen, God's not... um, Every good gift is from God. And God is going to accomplish his, his will. The question goes back to, are you going to enjoy it? Or are you going to go home to your daddy? Um, Samson wasted his entire life. God didn't waste Samson's life. But Samson did. Samson didn't have joy. I mean, think about the things that Samson does that you know about Samson in his life. Think about how much joy could have come from this. Samson didn't have joy. Samson went to a wedding, spent a week there, and went home alone. Went to his wedding, and he went home alone. Mad, angry, a murderer, and, and for what? Gideon, <laughs> Gideon and his army, what did they get to do? They get to watch God destroy an army right in front of their eyes. And they didn't even have to get their hands dirty from in the, that initial attack. Look at Samson. His hands are filthy. Gideon's men go rejoicing. What does Samson do? He goes pouting home. You see, obedience to God and allowing God to use you um, through your willingness, it's pleasant. Don't make God use you through your um, rebellion, through your denial. Uh, let him use you in your willingness so you can reap the reward and, uh, and see the positive things that come with it. Next week we'll look at this anger continued. Samson decides he still wants his wife from Timnath, and uh, things get a little foxy uh, at the end of the day. Lord, help us, help us to obey you. We, we know the story. Lord, we know how Samson's life ends. God, help us to see the reward and the benefit of willingly obeying you, letting you use us. And, uh, Lord, help us to be able to show forth the blessings that come as a result of it. So help us to live with open arms and an open heart towards you um, to receive what you'd have for us. Thank you for your working in us and through us. And, Lord, we pray that you'd continue to do so. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Uh, Wednesday night at 630. If you can be here, sure love to have you. Um,